सो वेलकम टू ट्रेंडिंग डायरी शो एंड थैंक यू सो मच बींग सो बिजी बिग बिजनेस मैन यू गेट द टाइम फॉर शेयरिंग योर विजम एंड बींग ऑन द शो थैंक यू सो मच I'm not that busy a person I'm just uh probably living a food dream nothing else food dream coming to that everyone the basic need and for some it's a big like luxury as well so how your journey as a food entrepreneur started what like how that particular idea came to your mind that yeah this is something you really want to try with why <laughs> so I've been a foodie since forever uh-huh and uh, when i finished my schooling out of st xavier's delhi uh i was a science student but uh, i asked my dad if i could pursue hotel management uh and he said no we are industrialists and i don't want you to sell burgers on the street and that's not what uh, you know, we do and let's get into a business school and do business as what we do so at in I'm talking about the mid 90s that's when I finished school so uh food or being a chef or hotel management wasn't as respected as it is now being a chef is a very respected job now it wasn't then uh, so uh that dream was crushed by the family at that time but no regrets fast forward 20 22 years I I do travel a lot and I travel for food and uh, I used to order a lot of sushi at home a lot of sushi at home uh and I used to live at uh, in West Delhi in Punjabi Bagh at that time and uh, we the only place that we could order was uh, from just one outlet in South Delhi which used to serve sushi but to order sushi from them we I Uh, they had uh, norms that uh, i should have ordered at least by 2 pm for me to have the sushi delivered for dinner but i was doing it every day every alternate day and uh, it was just going on and on and then uh, my sister was pursuing pastry at uh, gurgaon so she was loving dimsums from a small restaurant here in gurgaon she used to get dimsums every day for us to enjoy I was ordering sushis and uh, every day the boy used to come deliver the sushis one day I just uh, got hold of him and I jokingly told him I'm sorry I call you every day to deliver my food uh, from such a distance and he said no sir we have uh, I always I'm I'm here every day and we have around 15 to 20 orders on a daily basis for Punjabi bag for sushi so that was that dimag mein but the jelly moment adding <laughs> uh, the i said okay so there it's not just me who likes sushi in west delhi but there are more people so uh, i thought uh, let's let's do it and uh, i started watching youtube videos uh got hold of a small kitchen table uh went to ina market sourced sushi rice uh ebi prawn other ingredients like the vinegar and everything i tried i don't know for around 15 days watching all the youtube videos that i could buying books uh googling whatever i could to understand the recipes and uh, i told my family i want to start a delivery business for uh, sushi uh they were like okay and my sister said if you're doing sushi let's do dimsum as well nobody will eat sushi 
dim sum is still accepted. I said, okay, so I came up with a brand called dim sum versus sushi. That was the first brand. The name of the restaurant? It was the name of a cloud restaurant. Cloud restaurant. Cloud was very new a concept, wasn't respected, was looked down upon uh, as a business, you know, delivering food just without having a, a physical restaurants. But uh, it sounded pretty exciting to me. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we tried it. So Dim Sum vs. Sushi was born. This was year 2016, October. And uh, it was a very small menu of around 8 to 10 dishes. Uh, 4 or 5 sushi, 4 or 5 dim sum. And uh, we initially, uh, Zomato was not in the delivery business at that time. Swiggy did not entertain us. They, uh, they had a, a small bandwidth of uh, how much uh, rest, how many restaurants they could up, uh, onboard at that time. So they said that for West Delhi, we have a capacity of 30 restaurants and they already had around uh, a waiting list of around 20 more restaurants besides the 30. So they said that uh, this, we can't onboard you right now. So my plans, which I never thought that Swiggy won't deliver, that plan failed, but uh, we still started uh, selling sushi to neighbors. And uh, we started, uh, uh, we got those flyers made, which were uh, trained at that time. A small flyer which said, we deliver sushi and dim sum. And we started putting them in newspapers and uh, we started getting orders. And uh, the orders started increasing and increasing and increasing. And it went to a level of 100 odd orders a day in three months or four months. The first month, I think we did a total of 20 orders, uh, uh, hardly a order a day. But then it just exploded. Is it the marketing? Because of the taste. It was uh, the scarcity of the cuisine. It wasn't there. You know, Punjabi bar primarily known as a tandoori chicken and a butter chicken place with the uh, Asian beings uh, limited to just, you can say, uh, uh, chow mein and chili chicken gravies and stuff like that. But uh, a Pan-Asian outlet which was doing um, something which was authentic, a Japanese or a Cantonese dim sum was, was something which, uh, a luxury which Punjabi people did not have till six years, seven years ago. And then Zomato came in the picture. Then uh, I got that confidence that, uh, you know, I'm probably doing something good and let's find a bigger market for it. Uh, so a friend of mine who's a little, who's quite elder to me, his son was going to, uh, had come back from Singapore and uh, he calls me Bahia, his name is Mansher. He asked me if uh, he loved our food coming from Singapore. He tried the uh, Gibson versus Sushi food and he asked me if uh, I was okay if he could uh, join me for South Delhi. They used to live at Sanic Farm to have a new outlet at South Delhi. And uh, it, I, Gibson versus Sushi was around six months old at that time. So in April 2017, we started working on Inoki. And we uh, did all the trials at home in my house uh, because dim sum versus sushi was a very small menu. Inoki going further was 
an elaborate menu in which it was a complete Pan-Asian fare, which had all the categories of uh, sushi, dim sum, there were soups, appetizers, uh, Thai curries. Uh, Main menu. Everything. So uh, we were new. We thought, let's explore. So we took a, a 200 square feet uh, cloud kitchen in Greater Kalash area and we started rolling. Zomato, exactly, I think it was April 2017 when Zomato also started uh, delivering. Before that, Zomato was only a only a, uh, we can say a rating platform or an information platform where you could see menus and you could rate uh, a restaurant or the food. So Zomato joined hands with us. Uh, initially, we did not go with Swiggy. Swiggy being a South Indian-based uh, company, they were not very, very up for it for North Indian cities with a big bag where Zomato joined hands with us and... Uh, we we just started and uh, Inoki took off took off in a pretty big way and uh, we had to shift from a 200 square feet kitchen to a 1500 square feet kitchen in a matter of one month that's big yes and it was needed it was going crazy we were delivering orders ourselves uh, they, we could not get as many so at when Zomato started, they were just giving us orders. They were not delivering. Okay. By 2017, there would be no delivering partners. You're responsible for you. Yes. So they were they were only responsible for getting us orders, but delivery fulfillment was from our side. So we hired six riders. They uh, were too less for the number of orders that we were getting. So my friends and us, we were. Even if it was, uh, I'm, meeting, I'm meeting my friends, I'm telling them, please let me carry a few boxes. We can, you know, have our mail, Neta, for Neta's first, uh, uh, deliver some orders. And me, Manshir, we just went everywhere. We had around a dozen riders then, and our families were delivering. And three months after that, we opened another one in South Delhi because we could see that people are... The demand. People are going crazy. There's a lot of demand, and then it it just went up. Goes in. So when I was just coming here, I just I was having one conversation with one of my very good friends, Prachi. Uh, she's also from the similar industry. So so she already asked me to you know ask this particular question from you because from the similar industry uh, industry, she was uh, curious to know that what is more important for you, like uh, the expansion part or the profit, or can they coexist together? Of course, I think uh, economies of scale is a very important uh, part in the food industry. So, uh, if you have uh, an option of expanding, it gives you a bit of profitability for sure. Uh, you know, a good thing with cloud industry is that uh, uh, in a restaurant industry, your very big chunk goes for uh, the real estate rentals. Yeah. And the front of the house, uh, decoration, the interiors, uh, the service staff, so you save that uh, pretty pretty big amount uh, for a cloud kitchen, and uh, so expansion is is easy. Okay. Uh, vis a a physical restaurant, uh, and uh, I think uh, profitability goes hand in hand. You know, till 
I was running one kitchen in 2017. I'm running 26 now in 2023. Uh, the kind of command that I had over raw material prices has been increasing. Uh, I'm, I'm getting more uh, control. Uh, I'm being more respected in the market for uh, uh, being a big size buyer. So being a big player, you get better prices. So with more uh, economies of scale that you achieve, you get better prices. You end up getting more profit. So they can coexist. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And because we were having this conversation, you mentioned, you know, before this, you were into multiple businesses, right? Uh, so, and I think this is something every entrepreneur tried, every business person tried, their, their failures, their successes, but it's really important to know when to let go, when to send your business or when to let go it. So, so how do you, how do you decided that, what's that seem like? See, I've uh, started my entrepreneur journey from the year 20, uh, 1998 when I was uh, 19 year old. And uh, you know, selling businesses wasn't a thing at that time. So it was make money till the time you can and then shut it down. Shut it down. That was an era where uh, the concept of uh, fund infusion, raising funds, did not exist. I mean, venture capitalists, that term was not known 20 years back uh, amongst people like us, regular business families. So we did that. We tried hands. I tried hands at uh, uh, handicrafts. Uh, I'm a cosmetic manufacturer. Otherwise, as a family business, I tried a tech uh, startup, which was uh, digital services. Uh, that was early 2010 and uh, it was simple make some money if you don't make money shut it down now is the time when um, uh, the concept of the capital infusion the raising funds selling off businesses is there funding series a b yes so as of now we are totally bootstrapped we are uh, a no debt company we are making good profits we are expanding on our own and uh, things are going good I haven't thought of raising any funds and uh, selling as a distinct dream altogether we haven't thought of that got it and because you mentioned that you are from the business family like you have seen your father your family doing business so do you think that your formative years has really influenced you and that was always in your conscious like, like does it matter because now that there there's a world of digital era like everyone is influenced by everyone if i'm sitting in a small town i know people you know working globally so and hearing the story so we have influence of uh billions other people but on that time there was no such thing right so yeah. do you think that that particular you know uh the kind of mahal you were living in so that really influenced on you their formative years see uh strategies used then and strategies used now are very different but what you could gather in those years which have really helped me is values. Uh -huh. That has been one of the most important things. Uh, so uh, there were a lot of ethics, there were a lot of values uh, in my father when he used to do business. So what I picked up uh, in my entrepreneurial journey was those values. You know, taking care of your team. That was one of the most important parts majority of the people who I started with in Nokia are still with me. 
we started with a total of eight people. We are a team of 500 plus now. Those eight, their families. So it spreads, you know, the word that, uh, well, they are uh, good ethical businessmen and you know, then people join hands and then more people come in. So business ethics is what I learned from the path that uh, I had been with my father in my family business. Uh, so uh, it was more about understanding business. He told me just one thing, you know, if it's your business, the person gets paid last is you. If you understand that thing is when you can do business. So he in simple language told me that if you've made whatever, let's say a hundred rupees in a month, the first one that you have to pay is your employees. The second is your utilities, your rental. The third immediately after that is your suppliers. Because if you don't get supplies, you don't get to sell anything later than that. So you then is the government. If you are using a country's infrastructure to do business, they come before you. So after paying, paying everyone, the person that comes last to get paid is yourself. So if you can believe and work towards that, then only get into business, otherwise go and do it. So those values is what we've Authenticity of a leadership that uh, automatically comes to you, being into business, right? So yeah. that's, that's the thing. Okay, let's, let's uh, move it to the other way where we ask a few funky questions to you. Uh, and it would be a rapid fire, so don't get the time too much to think. So one food that you can eat for the rest of your life, what that food would be? Garbage. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Another thing, uh, if if you have... Butter chicken from Ambarsar. That's my Indian brand. Uh, Amritsar? Ambarsar. Ambarsar. Ambarsar by Inoki. Okay. okay, okay, sorry, I just move it that way. So if uh, you have to choose one cartoon character uh -huh. who could be the ambassador of your restaurant, your food chain, to that cartoon collectible. Give me an ambassador why? So I, I, I still like animated movies. Uh -huh. I watch them with my kids and I watch them alone as well. And there was a movie that came which was called Ratatouille. Okay. Uh, so in which there was a rat who uh, used to enter the hat of a budding, uh, not even a sous chef, a commie chef. And he used to pull the hair and um, make the chef prepare some fantastic dishes and he got a Michelin star doing that. So being in this industry, I think the star of Ratatouille would be the guy for me. Good. If there's one superpower you, you know, you could wake up the next day that you can use for the whole year of your life when that superpower would be and why? <laughs> I would uh, want the power to teleport. Teleport from, so teleporting is, I wake up here and if I wish I wake up in San Francisco in some hours. I, I love traveling and uh, I love traveling for food. So the superpower of teleporting without flying for hours is what I would want. Like, like having a door of Dorimon. Yes. But it, I'm and, not sure of Dorimon, but if I had asked something like that. I think people would relate to this. Sure. <laughs> yes, so teleportation is what I would want. Good. And the last thing which I always am curious to understand or know from my guest, what is the one trend that you really look forward to seeing more evolving and more embraced in the new era, what that one trend would be? Uh, 
if I talk about the same industry, I, I'm very happy with the way the trend of chef-owned restaurants is coming up. Uh, how, uh, you know, when um, I see my children and uh, teenagers and budding uh, students, they, they respect uh, a chef, a person, a restauranteur for uh, the efforts that we put in bringing you uh, some fantastic food on your plate or at your home. So that thing is what I feel is a trend which has already started and it would go on. Thank you. Any, any last note that you want to end this conversation with? Uh, I would say keep enjoying food. That's what we are meant for. And uh, that's about it. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Love you to have.